Hi, everyone. This is Jenny G. Perry, and this is Goddess and Gab. And I wanted to welcome my first guest, Kim. Actually, my only guest. I like how it's my Hi, Kim. Tell everybody. Hey. About- how are you? Thanks for having me. Tell everybody a little bit about you. I'm already in love with you. I only hopped on the call like 30 minutes ago, and I'm already swooning over her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that makes me feel really good. It's always good to have people around us that make us feel good. Um, Yeah, I think it's awesome that we've just been chatting a bit, and it's it's just, you know, the synchronicities are amazing when we can connect with women, and it's just fun, you know, having some chats and connecting. Um, So me, I'm... I'm just a little bit of everything, I think. You know, I'm a mom, I have three kids, and they're all kind of different ages, so it's, it's very uh, interesting in my life. Right now, one's in elementary school, one's in middle school, one's in high school. Um, I'm married, and I live in really beautiful, sunny Tucson, Arizona, so um, it's a really amazing time of year here because it's not so hot, and it's really beautiful outside. And I actually grew up in Ohio, so it's quite the, the transition from freezing cold weather and all the seasons to the desert, desert life. So it's, it's definitely keeping me on my toes. But um, yeah, I, I do a lot with women. Pretty much my whole entire mission is to, I call it heal the wounded feminine. And so it's really helping women become liberated from all of their old stuff, whether it's old stories, old emotional wounds, you know, past self-limitations, body issues. So it's just really fun. I do retreats. I do one-on-one work and group programs and travel the world and just help make other women's lives awesome so they can, you know, embrace their own inner goddess because that's what we're here for. Oh my goodness. See, that's the thing is it's ridiculous. Like my whole thing is, is the inner goddess too. So me and Kim were just, we were talking on the, (laughs) on the call. And also at the end of the call, I want you to tell them how they can hear more about you and how they can find you on social media and all that. So your website, and I'll put your website in the link with the show. But um, we were talking about, I was saying uh, something about, I was reading the book, The Universe Has Your Back, and how it's been reminders about the synchronicities. And like, she says that. And then my latest meditation with my clients has been this one in the desert, I swear to God. And I've never done one in the desert. And then I tell her that I'm about to turn 40 in May and how like I'm shedding these layers and, and all this. And she, and of course her sister's birthday is my birthday. Like this is the shit that's real. And once you start to really like disconnect from the collective consciousness. So like today I just voted and we, her and I talked privately about the election before. And we're not going to talk about that. And it doesn't matter because my whole, like literally as I was driving, after I voted is I was like, I send love and light out to the planet. I send love and light out to the planet. I send love and light out to the planet. And I send healing to all the hearts that need it. I did Sat Nam. I did, you know, Om Shanti. Like I was just sending prayers out. And I know to disconnect from the collective. Is it really easy for me to connect to it? Heck yeah. I'm an empath. Like mm-hmm. until I became, until I became, uh, you know, spiritually aware, I was Miss Anxiety and Miss Miserable because I didn't know that I was so tapped into the collective. So to awaken that inner goddess within you, you got to get all the noise out of your head. You got to get out of the collective consciousness and start to think on your own. Start to really like, you know, see what you really desire. Not what people tell you to desire, but what you really desire. And one of the things that I desire, and I told her that I was working on, and I try to be as transparent and as authentic as I can with you guys, but I've had this balance because I had a very, um, very ambitious businesswoman mother who used to work until seven o'clock at night. And I wanted that mom who was at home. So I became a stay-at-home mom and I was miserable after a while, needed to find a different purpose for myself. I knew there was 
a larger plan for me. And so I told Kim, I was like, I want to be able to like, you know, go to retreats and then come home and have like my regular life and ground. And she's like, that's what I do. And I'm like, of course you do. I'm like, how do you do it? Tell me. So you got to tell us about that, how this works, because if they're in school, like I, mine are, mine are 19. And then I got one in high school, one in middle school, one in elementary school, and then one at home. So I, I know that mm-hmm. balance. Yeah. So how you, do you do? Well, you know, I feel like it's, we kind of talked in a little bit into the, you know, life has challenges, right? And so we can either look at them as a challenge and as like a block, like, oh, well, there's that. So I can't, you know, it's not going to work out, right? Or we can say, okay, like, how can we work around this and make this actually work out? So of course, it's not going to be the typical, right? And I'm so anti, like, typical, totally anti-normal, like my whole, I describe myself as a rebel-hearted healer, because I'm not going to just like fit into a box, right? We weren't made to fit in these containers. So you kind of have to create things your own way. And that's really what it becomes about. So for me, you know, obviously, if I'm going to be taking the kids on trips, it's going to be more around their breaks, right? So whether it's like a winter break or like summer break, I took them to Costa Rica for like a month this summer. And it was really around my retreat was planned during that time. My birthday turning 40 was that time and then having them on vacation. So it was like, why not just work from Costa Rica? And what's awesome is it has Wi-Fi, you know, and people think that when you're in a remote area, you're not gonna be able to work, but you just have to really design your life. And the only way to really do that is to come from that place of true knowing. There's like an inner knowing that it will work out. You put your message out into the universe and then you create the actions and alignment with what you want to, to see in your life. And so it's not as complicated as we make it when, like you mentioned, we get out of our head. We could stay in our head for our whole life, but it doesn't do us any good. So you have to actually just say, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is how it's going to happen. And then you, you figure out the steps and you get help too. Like I have an amazing support system and that's, that's really important to me. Like I definitely create sisterhoods for women, but I'm also a part of them and there's no, you know, you can't really, I think it's almost undervalued like the power of sisterhood and support. So we always need to be able to be open. And I think that's a huge thing with women as we tend to nurture everybody else and then not be open to receiving or allowing sometimes or nurturing ourselves. And the truth is when we don't do that, we're actually teaching that as well to our children. So it's really crucial to be like, okay, let me take care of myself so that I can teach the planet to do this and, you know, the collective and let me create what I want in my life by letting go of those things that don't serve me anymore and setting myself up because every single day is like completely brand new. You know, it's like we can start you can start over right now. Everything up until now is the past. So you just got to kind of put your, put your actions in alignment and go forward. I totally agree with you. And I think the whole idea of sisterhood is so powerful and women may have groups of friends that they're with and they're like, you know what, this isn't really serving me. I've had groups of friends, you know, in the past that now we wouldn't be friends because we're in different places of our lives. And one time this is some, some of the things like is you have to be brave about being mm-hmm. that rebel person and wanting to make those changes. One time I put it out there that I wanted to have like a full moon gathering and one lady came and it was hilarious because it's like, well, at least one person came. And the thing is, is, is that it's, it's, it's actually very vulnerable for a lot of women to feel like they can trust other women, which I think is so silly because that is something where I don't have a hard time trusting women at all. I don't have a hard time being vulnerable with women. I think women are amazing. I don't have those stories of women being, you know, like when women are, well, they'll say, oh, well, if you get a bunch of women together, and I'm like, yeah, they're effing amazing. Like, mm-hmm. they are like, 
can transform yeah. each other's lives. And we were meant to connect in groups. I mean, we're meant to live in tribes. And I can't be who I am without support. You can't be who you are. There's no way. And there's nothing like heroic about it. Like that martyr mom crap is oh, ridiculous. That's, like, yeah, and that's, like, that's where it gets really messy, right? The whole like shame, yeah. embarrassment. I know I need to be super mom or super this. It's like, that's all complete bullshit. It's just, it's a complete facade. And we are here to, I think, shift, right? Shift this whole new paradigm of what's happening. Because again, mm. it is as a collective, we are a village, we are a community. And, you know, it's kind of ironic that we are election day, right? Um, I know. <laughs> been a divide. You know, there's been, it's like seeing our country divided, like hurts my heart, you know? So then it get like, just like you, I send out this, you know, healing energy, peaceful as one, because we really are as one to me. And in my, you know, big beliefs, it's like, there is no difference between me and you and God and the people in the other countries and, you know, any race or whatever. And so we have to stop that division. It's up to us to stop it. And the only way to do that is to just embrace being with each other and not looking at it as, like you said, competition or shame or whatever of asking for help because we're coming into a new awakening, you know, planetary shift wise, whatever you want to call it, where the feminine, you know, the divine feminine of nurturing and caring and community and you know, creating together is really powerful and it's getting away from that very masculine competition, you know, no holds barred type energy. So it's, you have to have the balance, obviously, but oh my God. Yes. so powerful. And it was, and that shit wasn't working anyway. <laughs> but you know what mm -hmm. I was thinking today is as I was looking on social media, I have one of my, one of my mentors and friends, her name is Kelly Keisha. She was, um, her mother died during childbirth and her father gave her up for adoption because he was, in, you know, they were in Iran and he couldn't take care of her. So she came to America and she grew up in Jersey near where I am. And she has a very powerful story of not fitting into like this redneck area of New Jersey. And she just always felt that, you know, separateness and she built this beautiful life for herself. And just recently she, she reconnected. I mean, she connected with her family since she was a baby and she is like, the Iranian people are not what the media is telling you. It's like, mm -hmm. she's like, he can't believe how different it is. And that's the thing is like, go outside of the country, people. Don't be scared. Like, do not be scared. It, you cannot live in this place of fear. And the election has been run a lot on fear. But what I will tell you is that what I noticed is that, you know, I was thinking today, it doesn't even have to do with Hillary. This, this whole, um, you know, her as a person is powerful women are very polarizing. It's just the way they are. It's the Madonnas. It's any woman that's in a place of power. They look to tear her down because we're not used to it. We mm -hmm. don't know it's how to new. handle that. Yeah. We it's really new, don't. Exactly. It's a new consciousness. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it's, we, we hold women to a different standard. And so it's like, no matter what happens, it's a beautiful thing to watch that, you know, women feel that, you know, now it's possible for you to say to your daughter, you could be president. I mean, that's just freaking powerful. <laughs> I know that's pretty I amazing. Mean, because when I was a kid, I remember talking to my parents about, like, do you ever think that, you know, an African-American will become president or a woman will become president? And then being like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you'll see it in your lifetime. It's like, I'm freaking possibly going to see it in my freaking lifetime. Like, that's... <laughs> I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? And also, just be, like, I'm grateful that I can vote. Like, that's the whole thing. I'm super grateful that I can vote. But one of these things that we were going to talk about, too, is... Um, how amazing, you know, our experiences are, like when we're conscious women and we are open to, you know, personal development and self-growth and all that and a spiritual journey, how 10 years ago, who we were 10 years ago is like, 
don't you feel like it's like a lifetime ago like that woman you're not even sure you'd be able to recognize her on the street um yeah it's you know i i kind of mentioned this to you but in in terms of you know time which to me because i've had such huge spiritual awakenings in the last two years time is actually just it's not real right so we create it right and we're like oh it's time so if you look at 10 years ago i'm just I don't even know, and I don't want to say who I was, but I don't even know what path that was I was taking at that time. So I think that when we can just not wrap our heads around when things need to happen a certain way or within a certain time frame, or, you know, like, like you said, turning 40, it's like, I used to think, well, by that time, I'm going to have this and I'm going to do this. And this is going to be my accomplishments that I check off. And then you realize like, why? Like, unless we're dead, right? The journey is always going as long as we're on it, you know? And so for me, it's mm. around a lot of that. There's really three things that have happened to me, I think, that are crucial to put into place if you're on the path, what I call the path, um, which is to, you know, your own enlightenment, your own um, self-realization, right? Your own awakening. And one is really surrendering. And that's a huge thing that's been happening for me lately where if you don't, and surrendering is not giving up. And I think this is a huge point to make for people that are like, surrender, like, I'm not going to give up, yeah. right? It's not raising the white flag. It's literally saying, I believe within all of my being that God and the universe and everything has my back so much that as long as I'm doing what's connected with myself, right, my true self, that I can give this up and say, I don't need to have the plan. I don't need to know everything. I don't need to attach the outcome. I give it to you because what you have for me is probably so much better than I could ever fathom in my wild mind, right? That's what surrendering is. It's really letting go of that control and what it has to look like and the timing of everything and truly knowing. Again, it's like that belief and faith in the process. So surrendering has been huge. The opening to allowing, like you said, like I talk, you know, with my clients, we work around a lot of like what I call creating space. So if you're not giving yourself time to literally be open to allowing and, and time to just sit with yourself and time to have your, you know, big awareness, you know, I call them epiphanies every day. I have epiphanies every day. You know, all of that is because you're giving yourself space for it. If you're on go and autopilot and go, go, go right in our head, we have to do this and do that you're never really going to see this amazing magic and the synchronicities like we're seeing today around mm -hmm. you. It's all there. It's like, you just have to stop and breathe and be open to it because what's there for you is so freaking magical. But again, if you're not open to seeing it or allowing it or taking it in, it's not going to happen. It's almost like you're pushing it away. So allowing, surrendering. And then for me, a huge thing has really been, you know, for me, perception is huge. Um, so it's almost like, there's this mind, body, spirit connection, right? And you hear about it all the time, but the truth is it's all connected. So when you connect to what I call your spirit posse, that's what mine's called, um, you, you connect with your higher self, right? Your sacred self. And that's just as important as connecting with God and the universe. And you had mentioned like, we try to do these things that we need to right, look a certain way, you know, be a certain way, like almost again, trying to fit in these containers that are just ridiculous, you know? And so when we can really connect to our sacred soul self, right, which is the true you, you don't have to worry about what everybody else thinks and what everybody else is doing and comparing yourself. It's like you're truly on your path and it's almost like having blinders on. Like if people talk down, you just let it deflect off you. It's almost like you're in this bubble shield and you're like, okay, right, okay. 
because I grew up, you know, in a really, um, I don't know who you mentioned, but it sounds very similar, right? Like there was a lot of negativity. There's a different mentality where I'm from. You know, there's a lot of um, what I would call like pain, you know, like a lot of old pain that just people don't really see a bigger vision, right? And so there's something that's been inside me that I always felt different and there for a long time couldn't handle it, you know? So when I stepped into allowing myself to be myself and, you know, really sticking to my true passions and who I am and my mission, that's when everything changed because you stop looking to the outside world for answers. You stop comparing to the outside world. You stop all of that like chatter that says you're not good enough and that you're not like them and that you need to fit in. And you just say, all right, I'm, I'm going to do me. Like, this is my life. This is what I'm doing. And it's my life for a reason. Like I am here on purpose and it's my purpose, not theirs. So those are, you know, I think three things that if anybody can really just say, all right, let me go into allowing these things to happen, to surrendering, letting go of control and to being true to myself. Boom. That's when everything starts to really like line up and be completely in connection. Oh my goodness. I uh, like, yes, 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 yes. What, uh, what I really resonate too with what you said is I think that there's a lot of people that they never fit in and it's just because they were meant to be leaders and it takes you a little while to figure that out. And then once you realize you're meant to be a leader, you're like, oh shit, that's why I didn't fit in. And, <laughs> and it's scary. You, I, oh my God. Yeah. But when you said surrender, it, this is, this is again, no shitting you people. Um, I, the word that came up was Abraham Hicks allowing like the allowing <laughs> yeah. that's when the allowing happens and 10 years ago I was like trying to read Abraham Hicks and I'm like trying to hit myself like if I just hit myself in the, in the head with the book like that you know by osmosis <laughs> it'll get into my being and I was like yeah but I don't know how to you know get onto that path and this is the thing to let people know whether they're on the path or not to be on the path means that you have decided to take responsibility for your own life and your own happiness so you can't be blaming people outside of yourself or yep. your circumstances for your happiness. And when you're talking about turning off the new noise, I imagine it to be like, you know, put your blinders on where like, you know, get off of your Facebook news feed, you know, turn off your TV. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, turn off your news feed and think for yourself and allow yourself that quiet in your life where it's not like you're, they're, you're always shoving information in your head. And there's that whiteness. Just, if you think about it, a TV on in the background in your house, it's not that I really care whether you have your TV on, maybe you have music on, but it's kind of like you have these thoughts that are in your head that are constantly looping around. Some of them are from the collective. Some of them, you know, people have told you, some of them you've just decided, you know, to take on that belief that many other people have had, like being not good enough or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, you got to allow space for that and to question those, question those thoughts. Like, why aren't you good enough? Like, is that really true? And so for any of those negative thoughts that you have that come in your head, Say to yourself, is that really true? And it kind of shatters the illusion that it's true just by questioning it. And actually, right. just by acknowledging the fact that it's a thought and it's separate from you and not you. So people really think that their thoughts are like in a box in their head and like, oh, well, I guess I got to keep these. It's like, no, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're it's, not container. It's you kind of funny know? that you mentioned that because I had just wrote this blog recently that I haven't even got up on my website, but it's, you know, it's kind of about that. Like when we are on the path, right, it might not look how we think it's going to look. And part of that is giving back those things that don't belong to you. Like you don't have to be that character in your story that you were, like you said, 10 years ago, I'm not that person. I am at my, my core of my being. Right. But what I was doing and believing and thinking isn't who I am now. And so 
you just decide, right? Okay, I'm not going to be that character. And when these things show up that are, you have to really, like you said, ask, like, where is this coming from? Like, I guarantee if you do this with those thoughts that aren't serving you, nine times out of 10, and I'm, I'm not even exaggerating, this is work that I do with my clients and with myself, it's from a mom, a sister, a, a friend, a dad, a teacher, a, I mean, you could go on and on and on of that belief, and it came from someone else, and you internalized it. Everything's about how we internalize, right? So when you say, oh, wow, this came from this person, here, I'm giving that back. And if you can't figure out where it came from, what I do is this literal physical practice where I scoop it up with my hands, I hold it up and I give it to the light of the divine or God or whatever you call it to be dissolved. So you can give all this stuff back. You do not have to carry it. And that's when you're just like, whoo, wow, that feels great. You know, liberation. That's like truly liberating yourself. I love that exercise because what um, I do a couple of meditations with my clients. One is like this garbage this garbage, you know, pail that they put all their stuff in. Another one is, um, you know, is burying it into the earth for it to be transmuted. And these mm -hmm. things, like, you know, to some people, they might be like, oh, yeah, that sounds, that sounds good. It's like, no, this is the work. It's like, yeah. this stuff is powerful because it's intention. And it's, in, it's exactly intention. That's the word. Yep. It's all about the intention. And people, I think a lot of times when we start going on this, um, you know, beautiful awakening, right? Where we're stepping into who we truly are and it's scary and it's, it's messy and we don't know what it's going to look like. And, you know, you, you're breaking down like the old beliefs and you're peeling back the layers. You don't know if what's happening is real. Like that's been a lot of my, um, my old questioning of my belief in myself and my intuitive gifts. And, you know, well, I'm intuitive, but I'm not psychic. And shouldn't I, you know, know this? And is this even really happening? Or is this just something my yeah. mind's making up? You have to come from that place of intention. And when you set the intention, you say, this is what this, this means. That's all that it means is that you set the intention. You don't have to, you don't have to, won't have to worry, have to worry if it's bad or if it's accepted or not. It's all about setting that intention. And the thing is, is, is when you are on this journey and you start to really say like, universe, I really want to be my best self. Like, you know, the, my best self I see on a stage. You know, mm. it's talking to thousands of women. But in the process of that is whatever your blocks are, whatever leftover energy that's stagnant that's been there that makes you think you're stuck will come up and you might be triggered. And you just have to look at those triggers as, okay, I see I'm being triggered. Do not you're be afraid. You're triggered for a reason. Yeah. You're triggered to shift. Mm-hmm. And it's really that process. You know, I think that's a... Um, when you mention like being triggered, there's a reason why it triggers you. And again, this is all around, if, if you can almost look at yourself from this outside force, right? Like, like seeing the thoughts instead of taking them in, seeing the triggers, noticing where do I feel this? Why is it trigger me? Right. It's all about like almost stepping outside of yourself to then be able to like figure it out. And the triggers and these, um, I call these, for me, they're called ascension illnesses. It's where I get like sick because something is processing through me and I'm going to a new phase in my journey, my personal or spiritual journey. And it doesn't feel good and it's scary again. And sometimes the fears come up and the doubts and the worries and you kind of question everything, but you have to, again, get in that place of surrendering and allowing and following your path. But they do show up for a reason. It's because they're ready to be processed. So you can either... Take them and say, okay, I'll let this process through. What is this teaching me, right? And I always say bless and release. Like take these things that come up, 
bless them because they're there for a reason. They're showing you something. They're a lesson in your life and then release them, let them go. But it doesn't feel good sometimes. And we have to just, that's when we reach out for support, right? And for guidance and for that sisterhood, because again, if they come up, they're there to show up, right? It's like something coming to the surface of water. You're like, oh, I can either leave that there and it can drown or I can, you know, take it out. And so you have to allow these processes to show up and actually deal with them or they're just going to turn into something bigger and it takes longer. It's like, why take so long? You know, that's what I think now. I'm like, why did I take 30 years for this journey? Well, there's a reason, but I tell other women, like what I can teach you you can do in a matter of like weeks or months compared to what I did for 30 years. So it's definitely around, you know, facing it. Like you said, not blaming, facing. Mm, yes. yes. And that's, and, and really you're never off your path. Sometimes you're just taking detours. Yeah. Well, the path is very, uh, have you ever seen the tattoo? I'm actually getting this tattoo, but it's going to be a part of these, this four piece tattoo I'm getting. Um, it's called the path to enlightenment and it starts at the bottom and it's kind of this like, you know, little like zigzaggy thing. And then it goes into these swirlies and back and forth and around, and then it goes straight up. And it just, it's like kind of that idea of, again, if we can't, you know, I think feel that it's going to be okay or, you know, whatever the fears are. Right. And, and we sit in those like, oh, I don't know what it looks like, right? You can sit in that or you can just take the path and do, do the back and forth and the up and down and the sideways and backwards. And eventually you're going to get there. It's just the journey exactly. is what it's all about. It's not about the destination. And, and you can't measure yours versus anybody else's. And that's where like in Gabby's book, The Universe Has Your Back, it's like just go with, with where you're guided. And that's definitely not going to look like anything you freaking ever had on a vision board or on a list of things, because how boring would that be? Like, you don't want it to oh, be yeah. exactly, you want it to be even more magical. Um, but so I wanted you to be able to tell people now um, how they can find out more about you and um, maybe what you have coming up next or whatever you want to let them know about. Well, um, yeah, my website is, it's, you know, www.kimbowenbliss.com. So it's K-I-M-B-O-W-E-N, bliss, B-L-I-S-S.com. And so pretty much everything that I do, I teach around what I call this bliss method. So it's being in alignment. So that's energetically, physically, emotionally, um, loving yourself and others unconditionally. So even with the planet, right? So even that kind of includes forgiveness, inner goddess embodiment. So I teach yoga. So really getting into your feminine and your body and your goddess and really just embracing her and then your soul healing. So healing on a soul level and then spiritual and sisterhood connection. So everything that I teach is based on this bliss acronym and I do retreats. So the next one is in Costa Rica, Nosara, and that's January 7th to the 14th. So there's a link to that on my website. And I actually have a new um, really cool hybrid group that starts at the end of November. And this is a six-week self-liberation project. So I pretty much teach everything comes around this bliss where it's liberating yourself, right, from all of those old patterns, old beliefs, old emotional wounds, right, comparing whatever it is that we're all dealing with. Sometimes it's just confusion on your purpose, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's a six-week journey. And each week we focus on a different level We'll go into a different goddess that we use the energy of her to kind of help work through it. We focus on the chakra system to help, you know, heal energetically and then the mindset piece, intuitive coaching. So it's partially group and then it's partially um, one-on-one. They get one-on-one time with me. So that'll be on 
the website too. And um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. So I'm either doing retreats or one-on-one or doing the, um, the groups. And I'm doing this one really at honestly the most amazing price because I decided like, why not just get all these sisters together that really want to do this and really can use this work and not feel like they can't afford it. So it's only five fifty-five right now. And that starts November 28th. So yeah, always something fun. I'm all about like yeah. living the life, going on the path and just owning who you are, like completely liberating yourself so that you can create your limitless life because we are capable of anything once we get all of these little things and pieces, you know, together and have our support and guidance. I love it. I'm like, okay, now I have a new best friend, Kim. Okay, you're my new best friend. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, when you're talking about what you teach about, and I'm like, well, no wonder why we're connected. Like, of course. It's like, you just, it's almost like you speak the same language. That's literally uh, uh, what yeah. we're speaking, the same language. And I love when I connect with more women like that. Um, it's just, it's, and that's the thing is you and I know when we talked on the, com- uh, the beginning of the conversation before we even recorded is that we believe in an abundant universe. So I was like, Kim, like, I want to promote you. I want to see who I can send your way. And both of us are coaches and, you know, we do some similar things and yet we believe in an abundant universe and there's more than enough to go around. And we want all the women to awaken, whether it's with her, whether it's with me or whether it's with someone else, because it really doesn't matter. We all get to win. We really all do get to win. Um, So much. Yes. And operating from that connection space, it's just so much like that's really what life's about because like success what success looked like to me 10 years ago is not what success looks like now money is not it is not connected to success and it's not connected to happiness that's something different and so it's like you got to live on purpose you got to figure out what does make you happy what does make you feel successful it's not always going to be a monetary thing but i thank you so much for being here and now we definitely have to stay connected because i yes, absolutely know and Maybe so, I'll see I'm you in Costa Rica. I don't know, I know. You know what your schedule is like, but we can figure it out. I know. I, I seriously, I'm thinking like collaborations for sure because I'm like super excited to talk to you. I'd like further. Like we could literally, it'd be like a seven-hour series. <laughs> That's, yeah, we were saying. Let's just stay here all day. I if know, I didn't yeah. have another speaking thing and 900 things to do on my back end, I'm kind of doing this, um, like not rebranding, but something similar where you know, recreating things and all of the tech stuff is just, it's not fun for me, but you know, it's, it's asking fine, for no. help. Lots well, of help. And that's the thing. If I didn't have a business coach, cause that stuff is not my jam. I, it, it hurts my brain if I'm in front of a computer for too long. Yeah. I'm like, no, I get like a little kid and I'm like, I don't want to do it. I just want to go outside mm, and play. But I wanted to, um, so I wanted my audience to, you know, connect with, with Kim further after this. And I'm going to try to make sure that I get this call up before um what's your what's your retreat i mean what's the november class when is so that we, we do that on november 28th um okay I'm my calendar. friday yeah. yeah so we'll we can we'll, we'll figure it out if it if it works okay, if i want to get this i want to get this live before though so i want to make okay. sure that i'll definitely i'll definitely i'll commit to getting that live because i'm booking all these shows out like you know into january now but i, I want mm-hmm. everybody to be like if somebody has something that's that's launching now that I feel like, you know, we need to prioritize. We need to do that. Um, but also, if you guys wanted to find out any more about me, you can go to JennyGPerry.com or if you want to search the web for Huffington Post for any articles, um, you know, for the past few years, you can just, you know, you can stalk me on the internet in a, in a kind way. Okay, people? <laughs> I love, love that. that stalk me kindly. Get on the, 
Yeah, exactly. Just get on a rabbit hole and like say I be like looking on your page and then you're like, oh my god, I love this person and you're like, what else did they do? What else did they do? I love that. <laughs> so but yeah, everyone awesome. has an amazing day and and right now, Kim, let's just let's send each other a little love to each other's hearts. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna send you some love and like to your heart and to your life and to your retreat and to your program and to everything surrounding you and your family. And then I want to send love and light to the planet so that we all can realize that we all want to have amazing lives. And no matter who's present, we all get to be happy and we all are powerful co-creators with this universe. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank and you so namaste. much. Jenny. Namaste. Thank you. Okay. Love you, sweetie. Love you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye.